The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, we're having another interview about how we can really make our lives happy and healthy and work with what we have in today's world. My guest is Dr. Shelley Urim. She's an MD. Her book is Essential Living, A Guide to Having Happiness and Peace, by reclaiming your essential self. Dr. Shelley Urim is a Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified psychiatrist and a distinguished fellow of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. She's known for communicating complex information in an interesting and easy-to-understand manner. Dr. Urim is a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the University of Arizona College of Medicine and a senior fellow at the Meadows. Wow. Welcome. Welcome, Dr. Yurum. Thank you. Thanks for having thank, me. Thank you. Did I say your name correctly? Is it Yurum um, or Yurum? It's pretty much, any way you say it's okay, because half the family says Yurum and half the family says Yuram. So you can okay. have your pick. <laughs> thank you. All right. So let's talk about how we can find Sandy in an insane world. Now, I just want to say, without getting political, which I will not get political, but we're going through some really up and down times right now. And I think the politics doesn't help. I mean, one day, yes. One day, no. One day we've said yes. The next day we've said no. Uh, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of distrust. And it's, I think it's jarring for all of us. So, give us some tips, please. Yeah, the trick is, and this is just in my opinion, it's a real paradigm shift. You really have got to shift the whole mm-hmm. focus. So, so, in my in my sense, as so many other people, the world is becoming increasingly insane every day. Yeah, yeah. And so, the paradigm shift that I'm talking about is that... Um, Okay, so, so the outer world, what's around us is getting just more and more insane. And we're going to be, our lives are going to be more and more on a you know, real erratic roller coaster ride up and down and up and down. So really, the, as far as I can tell, the only solution is instead of looking for our comfort outside of us, looking to the world outside of us, yeah. we flip that spotlight of our attention back inside of us, which is where it originated. Uh, you know, that's, where, that, that's where it was meant to be, but the way our primitive survival brains area, brain areas work, very quickly when we're young, the spotlight of our attention went outside in order for us to make sure that we were safe. You know, everything was great. Our relationships with our parents were great, so that they're the ones who keep us safe and sound. And so it's a matter now of either suffering by keeping our attention and our main focus outside of us, or turn it back to where it belongs 
and feel a whole lot more peace because our, mm-hmm. what I call the essential self, which is the same as the authentic self, the soul, the whatever, it's inherently mm-hmm. very peaceful, very happy, very connected, but mm-hmm. most of us, almost all of us have lost touch with it from a very young age. So it's a matter mm-hmm. of reconnecting with that if we're really going to find peace. But how do we do that, particularly when we have things in the outer world that are tough? Could be relationship, could be health, could be money, yeah. could be any of those yeah. things. All those things can still happen. So what I do in the first chapter of the book is help people find out. So the first step is to find out what you really want most. I mean, really most. So the first step is finding out what you want most. Hmm. And then it's a matter of calming certain parts of your brain um, so that you can get what you really want. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, Good. Uh, so I, I ask most people, and I've asked this question to thousands of people, what do you want most in your life? And the initial answers from almost everybody are different. You know, I want to be worth this much money. I want happy and healthy children. I want to be successful at my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to travel. You know, we have all these different answers, and that's what people genuinely believe is what they want most. But then what I do in that first chapter is take them through a couple of very simple exercises, but you really have to be super honest with yourself to answer them. Um, so I ask them, so if somebody says, for example, um, like I'm thinking of a, um, an attorney that I'd asked this to recently, um, and, and he said he wants to be really successful in his law firm. So mm-hmm. then I would ask him, or anybody else, when they tell me what they want most, so if you were a super successful attorney, what would that give you? Or somebody says, I want to be worth a million bucks right. by the time I'm such... Okay, if you had that million bucks, what would that give you? But let's go back to the attorney example. So if you were a very successful attorney, what would that give you? And he thought right. about it, and he said, the attorneys at my firm would respect me. And I said, so recognition. Okay, yeah. So recognition. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You're right. And I said, and I didn't think of that at the time, but that would be the best word for it. So I said, okay, if the attorneys in your firm really respect you, what would that give you? And he thought about it, and he had another answer then. Um, and he said something like, oh, then I could take it easy. I wouldn't have to worry so much. Anyways, mm-hmm. we boiled his answer down more and more and more until his final. And so you know, I'd keep saying, he'd say, I want, you know, I'd get this. I'd say, okay, if you had that, what would that give you? Right. And then his final answer was, I'd have a sense of peace. Yeah. I could just relax. I was going to say that peace. in the very beginning when you first asked the question. I, yeah. The first word and I came lot, up with was peace, peace of mind. And a lot of people, their answer is peace. Now, what they come up with are almost 100% of the people that I've helped do this exercise with where we boil it down, they, they 100% have come up with the same answers. Peace a, mm-hmm. and or a sense of happiness or joy, mm-hmm. a sense of connectedness, yeah, connectedness. a sense of Big freedom, yeah. you know, sense of freedom yeah. love, and yeah. there's a, a couple other smaller answers, but the answers yeah. always boil down. Now, what do those all have in common, those qualities I just said? Those are all qualities of our essential self. That's yes. who we really are. Okay, so mm-hmm. what everybody's really wanting, but they're not conscious of it, is to reconnect with who they are. That's where their peace and happiness lies. So when you mentioned a few minutes ago or a minute ago, oh, you know, because of health and finances. So if you're connected 
with your essential self or your soul or your authentic self, whatever you want to call it, you know, the most, the most truth of who you are, when you're connected with that, you can be going through these vicissitudes of life. Mm-hmm. You, know, these, you, you can mm-hmm. go through all that life can hand you. Mm-hmm. And you're so much better because it's not this outside stuff that you're depending on. So when you yeah, into your yeah, I really understand that, and I've, I'm finally, in my many years, I think I've gotten sort of to that point, but it's taken me so long because, you know, if the money wasn't coming in or if, you know, I had an, an argument, I mean, those things would absolutely throw me and mm-hmm. throw me into uh, off balance. It was like mm-hmm. all of a sudden my world collapsed, and yeah. I've had to, you really have, to, I have to, had to work at that. To now, understand that, me, that that is not it. Well, let me tell you. Let me let me just take a look at that with you. If you're okay, if I look at this. Sure, of course. So when you say, hey, if I didn't have the money or if I didn't have the health, I'd really be thrown off balance. And right. that's a wonderful, wonderful, truthful answer. You're telling the truth. You're telling it like it is. Now, but what does that reflect? That reflects that you've got all of your proverbial eggs in the basket of what's going on in the world outside of you. Right. Understood. So that's what that's reflecting is that your survival brain, they're they're called the brainstem and the limbic brain, they are wired, you know, things that you put together when you were little, and little kid didn't understand a lot, that your safety and serenity rests upon fitting into the external world in a certain way. And mm. you will suffer as a product until you really examine that mm-hmm. and reconsider it and find what's at a deeper level of truth for you. You're going to suffer because the older we get, you can't control. And, and the crazier the world is becoming, you can't yeah. control that stuff. You can't. Every day, we can control less and less of what's going on out in the world right now. Yeah, that's and true. With, with every day that our bodies are aging, day by day by day. You can't control certain stuff that happens. So, right. so uh, to dig down deeper to find what you really want, and then when you mm-hmm. find what you really want, then you align your life with it. And I explain in the book how to do that. That's where your freedom lies. The, the analogy I often use is that as long as you're externally oriented, so like, so let's say that you have, uh, a, you know, Patricia, you have a ladder that you're climbing in your life, where you want to make X amount of money, have X amount of health your family be okay, you have all these parameters mm-hmm. that define you as being, your life is okay, it's good, solid. So that's, let's call that the ladder of your life. And you're climbing your life rung by rung by rung. What happens mm-hmm. to so many people, the vast majority of people in our country, when they years later uh, are on their deathbeds, they realize, oh my God, I've been climbing the ladder, but I've had the ladder propped against the wrong wall. <laughs> this stuff isn't really what was most important to me. Right. This or that what was most important to me, and I didn't put much time on that. Right. I, I've heard that thousands of times. So, so, uh, so instead of waiting till it's too late, and then you have these existential regrets, it's like start to look, you know, you know, deeper and deeper about what is it that you really want most. Then you align your life with it. Now, can you still go after 
the no, I understand. Yeah, I really understand that. I, I'm very, connectedness is very strong for me. And I often will have parties or women's gatherings, and they're so meaningful. And, you know, and I take the time, and I just, I love it. And it's very rewarding inside, particularly not only that I'm connecting, but that everybody in the room is connecting. And, and I, I can feel that viscerally when I put this together. So it's it's really it, there's a it's a feeling as you said it's mm-hmm. it's not just the event it's the the feeling that is the generated sense right exactly and yeah, the more very... you align your life with your essence exactly the more you're going to automatically even if you weren't having those women's gatherings you feel it automatically like for me for me in my life now because I've been practicing practicing this for a while I see people on the street I don't know them from Adam yet I do know them it's like the sense mm-hmm. of connectedness. With yes. Connectedness, yeah. You know, with the people that I don't, you know, that consciously I don't know, but yet I do know them. Uh, yeah. You know, we're all in the same soup together. We're all connected. Yeah. And, and And that becomes stronger and stronger. You know, right. the sense gonna, of unity. Right. We're going to take a break. My guest is Dr. Shelley Urim. Her book is Essential Living, A Guide to Having Happiness and Peace by Reclaiming Your Essential Self. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what we can do to really get to our essential self and reclaim happiness and peace in our life. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are back with Dr. Shelley Urum, and her book is Essential Living, A Guide to Having Happiness and Peace by Reclaiming Your Essential Self. Dr. Shelley Urum is a Harvard-trained, triple-board certified psychiatrist and a distinguished fellow of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. She's known for communicating complex information in an interesting and easy-to-understand manner. Dr. Uram is a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the University of Arizona College of Medicine and a senior fellow at the Meadows. Welcome back, Dr. Uram. Thank you. Okay. Um, I want to ask you about this whole piece of... You know, we we want to do this. I mean, we believe that we want to get back to our essential self. We hear what you're saying. It sounds great. We all want that happiness and peace and connectedness. Why is it so hard for us to get it? That's a great question. So, yeah, because so so often when I explain this to people or they read the book and they say, sounds great, but what if you're, they were like, if you're correct, why doesn't it come naturally? Why do we have to work at it? And the answer lies in our brain anatomy. So, there's uh, a big part of our brain is completely wired for us to be one and the same with our essential self. But hmm. what we also have that has a far louder voice is a very, are two very primitive, and I mean evolutionarily very primitive brain areas that don't understand anything about this essential self stuff or happiness and peace. They don't understand any of that. So they, these are the, the areas called the brain stem and the limbic brain which evolved millions and many, many, many millions of years ago. And they were around for millions of years before that more evolved part of us even developed. So the language of these brainstem and limbic brain areas is strictly fight, flight, freeze. Right. You know, fight, flight, and freeze. Right. Um, it wants you to affiliate, you know, so, you know, you know, so that you'll have children and survive as a species, but it's all about survival. I don't think there's one circuit in the brainstem or the limbic brain that's not based on trying to keep you safe and sound. So what happens mm-hmm. at a very young age, we are one and the same with our essential self. And then at about three months of age, most babies get their first dawning, dawning sense that there's a me. It's still very primitive, but they get the sense that there's a me, you know, separate from things outside of it. And what happens then is these survival areas of fight, flight, and freeze responses go wild because all of a sudden that part of your brain realizes there's somebody here to keep safe. Now, when your brain kicks up a fight, flight, or freeze reaction... It's engineered to fully get your attention and to fully mobilize your body to stay safe. So the whole stuff with the essential self, which is coming from a different part of the brain, is very, very quiet. It's barely even a whisper. So people that have been in 12-step programs for a long time know that when they start to reconnect with this inner self or with their higher power, initially they don't even know it's there. But then over time, Mm. they get more and more attuned to it Okay, so that's, that's very, so the, the natural voice 
of our essence is a whisper, a quiet whisper. So the fight, flight, freeze screaming completely overshadows it. So from a mm-hmm. very young age, and plus when the fight, flight, freeze kicks in, it's not just a voice. It, it throws your body, your emotions, you know, your brain, everything yeah. is thrown into Shall high I- gear. Do you think that's true in all cultures? Um, no, no, no. You know, as far as what well, the brain it, is... In terms of the flight, the flight and the freeze, do you think in other cultures it it's maybe takes longer, the other cultures are more peaceful, or no? Do you well, think you know, it's universal? The, the, brain, the, brain still, the brain pretty much in anybody does that okay. around that age. But what's different is the American culture doesn't even have a concept of an essential self. Mm-hmm. So in the American mm-hmm. culture, we totally support the survival stuff, the fight, flight, right. freeze stuff. You know, the right. intensity. Look at the American culture. What is valued? Intensity, you know. Oh, uh, absolutely. And drama. And, all, and drama. All, what? What? Drama. Drama. And that's all fight, flight, freeze stuff that we, we're, yeah. we're addicted to that. So yeah. our culture, when we're growing up as little children, nobody says to us, Ooh, let's pay attention to that little whisper. Let's notice that. Because uh, it's not a part of our culture. And when our parents went through it, our grandparents went through it. And, and now we go through it and we raise our children that way. So, so in other cultures, young children still have that response at a very young age. But then their parents, like, I'll give you an example. I remember when I was a little child, a very young child, my mom used to read bedtime stories to us each night. And she won, I'll never forget this. She pulled out this real tall book beautiful book that was uh, an Asian uh, bedtime story book for children, and it had gorgeous illustrations and these beautiful, soothing, calming stories. Anyways, um, so when I look back on that, I remember, so the Asian cultures, at least some of them, they, they have room for an understanding of who we really are, and that the voice of survival is just one voice. And in our culture, it's way, way over-attached yeah. to. Yeah, so exactly. that most Americans, we are so, run by fight, flight, freeze reactions, which is so, really uncomfortable. So let's talk about, we've only got three minutes left. What can we do? What can we okay. do? I'll, I'll cut to the chase. So first right. thing, you got to find out what you really want, want most, which is chapter one of that book. Okay. Right. Then when you know more clearly what wall it is that you want to rest your ladder on, then what you have to do is quiet down certain parts of the brain and strengthen other parts. Now, there's exercises in the middle of the book for you to find out what you need first. So most people need some quieting down of that fight-flight-free stuff because here's what happens. When the fight-flight and or freeze reactions are too prominent in the brain, it shuts off our access to the parts right. of the brain that can lead right. us to, you know, the yeah. portal to our essential self. Yeah, now, yeah I have felt that. When I panic, it's like everything, when you panic, everything goes away. Exactly. Yeah. So when yeah. that part of the brain, when the fight, flight, freeze is on board, the door to the essential self is closed. Yeah. And when you're chronically, as many Americans are, when you're chronically in fight, flight, freeze, day to day to yeah. day to day, yeah. you're chronically not able to fully access your yeah, essential self. I understand self. that. Yeah. So, so, so many people will try things first just to beef up the essential self. In my experience, you've you got to also be quieting down. Now, how do you quiet them down? So I, I actually have a couple chapters. All right, we've I, only got one minute, so go okay, ahead. Let me skip that. 
but there's different things for different people. Like if you can't, for example, if you can't sit still. So like for me, I initially could not sit still to meditate. So that was not a good place for me to start to quiet down the fight, flight, freeze. So other things, for example, practicing yoga, certain mm-hmm. kinds of exercising, mm-hmm. it'll quiet down the same brain. Okay. Right. The same parts of the brain. And if you um, want to know more, folks, read this wonderful book, Essential Living, A Guide to Having Happiness and Peace by Reclaiming Your Essential Self by Dr. Shelley Uram, MD, psychiatrist, and who's really just has a wonderful book. And how can they find you? What, what's the um, website? The website is ShellyUram.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-U-R-A-M.com. Even if you misspell it a little bit, they should lead to that one. Um, right. And uh, right. I, I don't I don't go into detail on these exact things, but I wrote a bunch of articles on there that are related to this. Okay, so again, terrific, ShellyUram.com. All right, thanks so much for being on the program. Stay on the line for a minute. It was delightful to have you on. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right, hold on. All right, folks, that uh, that ends this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. We'll be back with you next week. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. If you want to be on my mailing list so you can see all the shows that I do, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Until next week, have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.